I'm gonna show y'all a day in the life of a real nigga. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of RNS Radio. I am your host, Rain Omega, aka Nonski One, and I am here with the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend, Profile One. What's good with you, baby? Yo, what's up? This is uh, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, man, we got you know we got to make do in these trying times, as they say. Man, how you been? Good, man. Just training a lot, actually. Man, I'm actually. Uh... Life actually hasn't changed too much, to be honest, um, except that I don't eat out as much. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I've I've uh, the past few years, I say last uh, maybe two years and a half, I um, 
I like uh, slowed down a lot as far as like going out and uh, all that. Like when I travel, I'll go out, like go out to a club or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then um, I've been pretty much just wake up in the morning, uh, do my business online, then work out and then then go see. Then I have clients that I see at night. But since the pandemic, that got cut off. But I actually teach them online now. So and then that's it. So it's almost the same thing. Except I just don't go out. You know what I mean? So it's almost the same. It's like mm. life hasn't changed that much, to be honest. Except we're jams yeah. or something like that. But then, like, usually you have like two or three months between each like big jam or whatever. So, like, you know, it feels like that. I'm just in the same state of just I'm going to train and actually I'm getting more creative. I would say in this situation, which is kind of dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is, man. I mean, um, you know, like you say, we got to make do, we got to adjust. I've been talking to a lot of people who, you know, dancers, musicians, teachers and stuff, and they're working in like the digital space. Like I interviewed Wacko yeah. uh, two weeks ago and we talked about the uh, the Zoom meetings. But um, before we get into all that, man, because that's present day, I want to go way Ooh, okay. back, <laughs> back in the time, as they say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cause you know, I mean, I know like a lot of people are familiar with you, man. You're a huge name in the b-boy scene and the hip-hop scene in general. I, I mean, not to detract from what we're about to talk about, right. but Wacko had hit me with some little like Bay Area nuggets, like history, right. and I, I just realized I was like, man, the Bay Area's got some, got some oh, juice, yeah. man. Y'all got like some history. Oh yeah. So um, <laughs> let's go back and talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it is. Um, let's go back and talk about first of all. How you guys started in hip hop and dance? I know you and your brother have been doing this for a long time, and then we'll move forward from there. Hip, you want to talk about hip hop or just hip hop and dance? yeah, yeah, I would go hip hop. Oh hip-hop, shit, period. Uh, hip hop for me, like dude, 1980. I was five years old, and Rapper's Delight was on the radio, so that's my first mm. like, like, what is this? Do you know what I mean? Because like my my mom was listening to disco and like country and stuff like that. And um, I'm just five, but it was just already interesting. And then on uh, on top of that, uh, I have a cousin named Raymond Alba, and he was a strutter, like 81, 82, 83, and then eventually became a mm. B-boy. So when me and my brother were like seven in 82, like he thought, oh, it'd be cute to show my little twin cousins how to like do the worm and, you know what I mean, <laughs> and the wave and shit. Right, right. So that was already like, it was already like happening for a young age you know what i mean like it was like that was like hip-hop experience like star wars was on tv even though i didn't catch it i caught glimpses of it when i was like eight or nine but you know at that time in 84 i was what nine so already on the theaters was like breaking in beach street do you know what i mean like everyone did it yeah. so i kind of straight up directly grew up on, and then my cousin being a b-boy and dancer like grew up directly under it you know what i mean like straight up Mm-hmm. You know, so as far as hip hop, like in the Bay, if you want to talk about Bay Area history, it was like this is the this is the thing that um, and this is going to blow a lot of people's minds and they might disagree with me. But from the history that I've done as far as research, um, the thing is, you had a, like a bunch of immigrants from Philippines come in and Southeast Asia period come in uh, in the in the mid to late 70s. And um you know, being Filipino too, and this is uh, the thing, we've been assimilated so many times. Like the original, we don't even know our original history. Do you know what I mean? Like we're, right. we're like, you know, we've been assimilated by the male, you know, we first like, we're kind of like native, not a lot, and not a lot of Filipinos even know this, that 
original religion is more closer to Native American. Then mm. Muslims came, then the Spanish came, then the Japanese came, then the Americans came. So, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so man, it's like, like, damn. So we were assimilated a lot. So when you know you bring your kids to a new country, which is America, kind of you know, 200, 300 years, four hundred years compared to like everywhere else, and then we don't have like a like a solid like original culture. When we get we come to a new country, your kids are going to be assimilated straight up to like, you know, like whatever's modern. And what was modern was hip hop was going on. You know what I mean? So we got along with African-Americans straight up compared to a lot of different races, like Asian races, just because of that assimilation and just, you know, just our history, too. Like just, you know, so when hip hop came for the Filipinos, we gravitated toward it. Because it was musical and just, mm. you know, just that, that whole thing of being assimilated so much. So, the, like, if there was East Coast was African-Americans and Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, it was West Coast was African-Americans and Filipinos. That's why all the right, DJs, right. all the graffiti artists, like, you know, all the B-boys were Filipino. Because we kind of grew up yeah, in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that, it was just... You know, so as far as when Breaking died, like eight, around 85, for me and my perspective, um, we're still in it. We're still doing the social dances. We're still doing the Running Man, like 86, 87, 88. You know, MC Hammer is from Oakland. So you're like, oh, right. you know what I mean? You're like, oh, shit, he's from Oakland. That's like right across. You know what I mean? And you're like, we got to get up on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like as far as just hip hop, you know, like. Bay Area, like before LA, like, like LA had, but they were like gang infested, you know what I mean? All they had was like LA Dream right. Team and not, and they had slick, they had graffiti writers for sure, but we embraced more of the, you could say, East Coast flavor a little bit more because we didn't have, like, we had pimps and hustlers, but we didn't have like Bloods and Crips that came later, you know what I mean? Right. So we were like, kind of like more. Like you had the guys that listened to Too Short, which was like, you know, the 808s and the, you know, Simple Beats. But then you had the other side that liked, you know, if you listen to E-40s, original stuff, it was kind of like original. It sounded like, you know, Rodney Owen, Joe Cooley. They're using, you know, everyone mm. was using breaks versus like, so there's like this kind of divide, but at the same time, amalgamation of like, you know, this East Coast influence, you know what I mean, on us. We were like, we were even Dream, who was a, a big graffiti writer, TDK. He was known to like, like if there was like some futuristic graffiti and then your classic, like, you know, like traditional graffiti of New York, he was the one that blended it. So we were always kind of on that tip. Like we had originality and yeah. we followed a certain foundation. I, and I would say that's like the Bay Area period. Or, yeah. or, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't know Dream was from the Bay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard the name Dream TDK before, yeah, but, no, you know, because I did graffiti too. Yeah, Oakland. Filipino guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's crazy, man. And you know what's funny? that I'm, And I'm so glad that you kicked off with that perspective because <clears throat> that makes so much sense. I remember when I first moved to Vegas yeah, and, um, you know, like I was, you know, getting down with Battleborn and we starting, you know, starting our crew and all this stuff like that. And I, I used to have this phrase and I didn't mean it. it I guess it might have been derogatory, yeah. but it, I didn't mean it in a derogatory sense. Right. I just I just I knew there was a very distinct filipino flavor right like i was yeah. like man that's that filipino hip-hop shit yeah. and my boys didn't get what i was saying yeah. like it's real like it's like it's it's real nigga but it's like yeah. filipinos you know it's like it's weird yeah it's, it's but it's dope and i it's like man i always 
I didn't like I didn't I wasn't like in a jealous state, right. but I always used to like really kind of admire that like somehow you know because it makes sense like you say like through multiple colonizations yeah through like uh, assimilation yeah. and like you know being isolated on this island and kind of like you know it's kind of like if you look at it like in the sense of like african-americans yeah, yeah. as far as the shore to the shores of the united states yeah like i'm african-american but africa is a con- continent with 56 countries right, on it. Exactly. i don't know where my people are from yeah, yeah yeah so it's like you're kind of lost, and I—I I mean, I feel like a lot of us did kind of find ourselves through hip hop, man. Oh so yeah. That was, I mean, that was so dope that you kicked off like. Yeah, no, nah, and even at like you know, you know, the Mancala, the game Mancala, right? Like, mm-hmm. in the Philippines, we have the same game. We just call it Saklit. So there was already African traders mm. going through. You know what I mean? Like, so like I said, Word. like you know, when the Moors came and introduced Islam into Philippines, that's how. That's why, like, if you go to Mindanao, which is south of uh, the far south island of Philippine Islands, it's all Muslim. Then not too far as Malaysia, mm. which is Muslim. So it's like we have that. Inf- and if you look at like the northern, like see, this is like I studied Filipino history, which a lot of my culture doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if you go north of Manila, like if you go way north, you got the Igorots and they have like, you know, nappy hair. Some of them look black. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, like Aborigine. So it's like we're, we're, right. we're, we like as Filipino, we're influenced by everyone. We have Chinese in us. We have Spanish in us. You know what I mean? Like, dude, we have everything. Right. So it's like, we, like, that's why when like the immigrants came, when the Filipino immigrants came in the seventies, it was just like the kids were going to be automatically going to be drawn. Cause we don't, it's not like Chinese or Japanese who got to hip hop. Well, Japanese got into hip hop around the eighties. Right. But then, but right. then um, Chinese didn't, and Korean didn't get into hip hop till the 90s, late 90s. You know what I mean? Because of yeah, like really, yeah. 2,000 years, they have a culture of 2,000 years that's solid. You know, they built the Great Wall of China because no invaders. So they held on to their right. culture strong. While Filipinos, we got like, you know, we're trying to be everything. So, you know, it was hard for like, you know, it was hard to like go like you know be proud of something Filipino. Now you can, as far as dancing and entertainment, like oh, you know Manny Pacquiao, like you go oh Filipino now. But before really? we had nothing, like we were just like oh, so we just assim- the immigrant kids are gonna assimilate. You know that's just what it is. When you when if I have kids and I move to Russia, they're not gonna be American. They're gonna be Russian. They're gonna take on Russian culture. And I think with right. being an immigrant ch- a child too, I think a lot of our uh, uh, in the you know. A lot of the baby boomer Filipinos were like, why are you into this culture? Like, we don't get it. Like, now it's different. (laughs) Like, you know, those are bad people, you know, like all this racist bullshit. You know what I mean? The the colonized and it's still there in Philippines. Like, they still take pills to, like, get lighter. You know, like, get out of here. Bleach your skin. Mm, Get out of here. Bleaching. You know what I mean? And that's that colonization. That's that Spanish thought. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, and like you know that I it's funny because I don't get deep like this as far as like you know the social like influence and uh, in our in in, in hip hop like I don't get deep like this a lot so it's kind of cool that I'm touching upon it you know what I mean like well it's 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 important you know like and that's one thing I because when I stopped dancing like and I knew I wasn't gonna be like dancing like that right, you know what right, I mean like training right. you know watching my diet you yeah. know but I was like I was like how can I still use my experience for the last 20 years uh, and like the journey that I've been on. And then I was like, man, it would just be so dope to tell other, tell people stories, sit down with people I respect and tell their stories to people who may or may not know it, like in this level of depth, like, man, there's, 
you know, like everybody knows, like, oh, you know, like you did this and won this jam and whoop, whoop, whoop. But then, like, if you really go back to, like, damn, what was I thinking? What was I feeling? Right. What got me? What locked me into hip hop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, and this right here, like, this explanation is so, it's on point because, you know, you, you get to experience, like, something that a lot of probably in the 70s and, you know, mid 70s and early 80s, a lot of Filipino Im- immigrants and their kids were experiencing, yeah. like, damn, um, we already kind of don't know where we come from. Right. And now we don't really know this land that we in, yeah. you know, like we, you're kind of trying to find, you know, like you're trying to find yourself, right. man. And, and then, yeah. and I was, I was going to touch on that, what you said about the, uh, the other Asian contingent, like the Japanese, Chinese, Korean and stuff like that. Like, obviously, you know, you got like crews like Spartanic Rockers, right. you got like Rocksteady right. in Japan that goes back, yeah. back. But it's only been really recently that Japanese hip hop, I say in the last like, 15 years yeah. or ish that they kind of like started being Japanese with their shit. Right. And I don't mean that disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, no. But I no. mean like like you got you to, they to guys like themselves. Kazuki Rock yeah. and yeah, they like find themselves. for yeah. a long time a long time most of the world was just doing American yeah. hip hop oh, yeah. in other places. 100, 100. You know what I mean? They so, have to find their groove and you know and that's like and that's like if you look at the so the thing is what's crazy about Korea there's a direct connection to the Bay when it comes to Korea and how they got exposed mm. to breaking because John Jay, if you know, John Jay, you know, he's a promoter. He works with yeah. uh, UDEF now, but he used to do the R16 and he's part of circle of fire. He's a Korean citizen that moved to Seattle and um, they got tapes of Radiotron and who was winning those Radiotron's renegades. Where's renegades from? They're from San Francisco. And who are the right. guys? Yeah. Wicked and Jazzy J who are both Filipino. So when, right. so when you yeah. watch Bruce Lee or when you watch like Darkness or you watch these B-boys that have that or Phoenix that all flare 90 really long, it's because they were looking up to Jazzy, Jazzy J. And they would tell right. me that like Jazzy J is my hero. Not knowing that like I knew Jazzy J when he was 13. I knew Wicked when he was 13. <laughs> you know what I mean? Practicing right. in Apollo's garage. Jazzy J used, used, to, used to wear Aquaman socks. Like the aqua socks that they came in the Adidas, like you could separate the socks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's too because that way he could flare ninety without the drag. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's Jason Badiola. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it's crazy that like that kid, you know what I mean? Like influenced basically Korea's breaking. You know what I mean? As Man, far as yeah. why they do power moves, and that's because of John Jay. But so if it wasn't for those Radiotron tapes getting out to Korea there would be no, you know what I mean? And like in that, that didn't happen in the Bay area, you know what I mean? Because we were like, and I could argue with everyone and I don't care. Like, Oh, like I, at this point, like I've done enough research to know that, like, you know, the, the Bay area influenced breaking period, like, like in the, especially the early nineties, like, you know, and because we had a scene versus um, everywhere else, like in New York, you had um, Rocksteady in like around 91, but that's, you had like Quickstep, you had Wayne Blitz that was in the streets. Those are the guys in the streets. Um, Grams and them, Zulu Gremlin was in LA with the hip hop shop with, with Caesar and, and LA Breakers. And yeah, they were better than us in the Bay, for sure. Like, the, you know, in America, they're the better, but then we had like, and I did the research with uh, Mikey Disco did the research. We had 60 crews or tribes in 91, 60 spanning for, for 200 miles from Sacramento to San Jose. No one had that. I don't give a fuck. Like you had 20 people in your city. 
You know what I mean? At that time, yeah. <laughs> you had 10 people in your oh, city. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? LA had and like, like, you know what I mean? Like, but we had, we had numbers. And that's the thing, like, uh, Korean Rock just posted this clip of Crazy Lakes and Little Caesar at this party. And that was 1991. And I was at that party. You know, even Wicked goes Dang. like, oh, I used to watch that, you know, you know. And let me tell you, Easy Rock was there. Little Caesar was there. Like, um, and, and uh, Crazy Legs and Doze and and Cubert was spinning with Mixmaster Mike and Whew. yeah so and this was a Zulu party and shouts out to Gizmos his birthday party and I remember like everyone in the Bay used to watch that religiously and I was like I I was I, I could say I was there me and Rob was there you know what I mean we were there at that party Word. because we had numbers and even Caesar said it and this is this is another trip so little Caesar used to go like he used to come to the Bay like once every six months crazy legs used to come to the bay every month like <laughs> mm, dang. yeah 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 so um you know I, I was with caesar one time i was like yeah man like you know like yeah tell us tell me about your experiences coming to the bay i loved it um you had a uh, 300 600 filipinos screaming for us when we go to an event and that's the reason why i brought back radiotron i said what he said yeah I said, you know, I brought back Radiotron because when I went to the Bay, I was like, I need to have this in L.A. And if it wasn't Where? for Radiotron, there would be no Summit because they tried to compete nope. like with, with Radiotron. If there was no Summit, there'd be no freestyle session. So then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm getting these direct, like, like, yo, nah, because of the Bay. I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. But no one knows it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the Jabba, Jabba Walkies, they re re originally, like, you know, you know, of course you had the San Diego guys, but then you have Gary, who's from uh who's from Sacramento. You have Randy, who's from San Jose. And me and my brother used to battle Randy. And they he was part of a crew called Jughead. So Jughead tried Jughead tribe, yeah. Jedi clan. And then they got sued then from George Lucas because they had the word Jedi. Then they became mind tricks that became Jabberwockies. So even on that ah. influence alone. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, man. You know what I mean? So it's like the, the Bay influences, like even like, you know, like just even music and graffiti and souls of mischief or hieroglyphics are from the Bay. So we were in this golden era in the early 90s. Like we had Psycho City, which was a legal like area where you could do legal graffiti, right? They won't arrest you. So Dream used to hit up there. Twist used to hit up there. Like those, all these guys used to go out there. You had the DJ Tip, you had DJ Cubert, Mixmaster Mike, Shortcut, Apollo, like, you know, and then um, as far as uh, MC and you had, you know, Hyro, and then as far as dancing, it was just, we had 60 crews, so you would go, there would be a jam, not really like competition, it would be jams or, or quinceañeras or cotillions every weekend where you go find guys to battle, and that's what we used to do. So mm. I had a uh, Just Rock interview me like two weeks ago. It's like it, it was kind of like the early, you know, hip hop Bronx days. Huh? It's like, yeah, I could say that. But the majority was like, you know, like it was still mixed, but the majority was Filipino. Right. Yeah, definitely. So so that was what I grew up in pre VHS. Do you know what I mean? Like I grew up in pre VHS yeah. where it was like it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't competition. Like Wick comes from the competition era. He was like a kid, so he couldn't go to all the events. I was 16, so I was going like, you know, a jam back then was like, you know, basically a club for kids. 
you know, you ran a halt and then like, you know, you had DJ Kubert spinning and like, you know, you they play all the hip hop shit or electro shit. You battle for 30 minutes and then they play on Jodeci and then you go get a girl's number. Like, that's what I grew up in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I grew up in. And no one except for like, you know, the guys of my age remember that era. You know what I mean? Like right. they come from yeah. like it was Radiotron. That's what started me. It was freestyle session. It was Summit. That's what started me. No, I came up from when it yeah. was like a club for kids. And there was like, you're lucky. Like, cause like, you know, the camera was like you had your camera that was hooked up to a VCR, and that's how you recorded parties, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I was in I was in uh Seattle. I was with Bless One, and he was like, uh, yo, I got this VHS of this of this bay tape can you tell me who's in it i said sure popped it in so i could tell you easy i was at that jam <laughs> i was right behind the camera <laughs> 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 so that's where it's like that's how i grew up man and that's crazy because it's like almost like a lost history you know what i mean like it's a lost history almost and I, i'm like poe even he left in the 80s like he was in the bay he was raised in the bay but he left like 88 i got started mm. like really like 90 91 and he came back around 95 from Puerto Rico. And so when me and him get together, we're like, we piece the puzzles together. Because he'll tell right. me about some, because he's like, what, five, five years older than me or four years older than me. And he'll be like, yo, in the 80s, it was like this. I was too young. In the 80s, I was seven. I was eight, nine, ten. Right. This guy was already going to the jams in the 80s. So he could tell me about that. But he was gone in Puerto Rico in the mid 90s or early 90s. But I was my prime time. So when we get together, we'll talk about like who was still doing it from the eighties to that time. You know what I mean? So mm. like when we get together, we go off, you know what I'm saying? So it's, but you know, that, cause he, he doesn't know, cause to him, that part of the history is lost, you know, cause he was right. around. So it's dope to kind of like, you know, see the influence like the Bay had in Hawaii and then Hawaii cause to Vegas and then, you know, to Seattle mm -hmm. to like, you know, Korea, like it's crazy. It's crazy to think back, you know, to sit back and like when I tell my boys that are my age that don't dance anymore, so like, you know we influence people. Really? Like, like no, I'm telling you. Like, you know what I mean? But no one really like. And that's why that we had this always active scene. You know what I mean? Like, you just look at the names: Rocks, right? Kid David, Machine, Kareem, Nasty Ray, Morris. Like, you know, the list goes on and on. You know what I mean? Like, of, oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you know, and like. And I've judged half of these guys' first battles, which is crazy. Like, <laughs> I judged Kid David's first yeah. battle. You know, I could I judged Nasty Ray's first battle. Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, so it's like it, it's 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 a trip to kind of sit back. And I need to make a book about this shit. <laughs> like, you need to do something. Yeah, man, you know a mean? movie, a book, because that is like even just in that little sequence. Uh, where you're talking about the like the party rock era, yeah, and where like VHS was kind of a luxury, yeah. There were so many just like legendary names that just came out of that list, like yeah. you're like and so and so was on the decks and and he was on the mic and and they was dancing yeah. and I was like that's fucking everybody <laughs> like right there that I looked up to, yeah, man, like and so like for me like I caught, I mean I'm from the era that you just talked about like the B Boy Summit the freestyle right, session right. that's what got me in the game, right? So like um like late 90s yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like 98 ish yeah, yeah, yeah. but we used to sit down same thing like watching the crews like um fucking like rock force and like um you know like and the the, uh, the cuber the turntable tv tape oh, i had yeah, all yeah, like seven yeah. of them joints like i had them all, and i didn't even dj right but like we were just because it was just like a way to yeah. right and it was 
It was dope dancing. Man. There was dope graffiti. The sounds was crazy. Like, and that to me, man, that that just era that came before us, like that was. And this is this is another reason why this kind of stuff is so important because, like you say, it's a lost history. Yeah. There's like little names, like um, I forget who posted a clip of them. It might have been Korean Rock. Uh, no, it was Mikey Ice actually. It posted mm-hmm. a cri- clip of um, Strive from Flipside Kings. Right. Oh yeah, and like hardly anybody knows that dude. Yeah, oh, and God. I think he's one of the nastiest motherfuckers. Oh, like, yeah. I, uh, what, what, I agree. <laughs> him, and, um, him and some cats came to Ohio in like '98. No, uh, Pittsburgh. It was at a jam in Pittsburgh in '98, and him, uh, his girlfriend at the time was a girl named Steph. Uh, she's from Floor Angels, but she was from Ohio, moved to Florida, came back. So like. I've been blessed, man. Like, and so this kind of stuff we're talking about in the Bay is like the names that, you know, like you sitting down with your homeboys from that era and telling them like, yo, this cat's out out right now doing not like quote unquote doing your shit, but like doing shit that came from your shit. And I feel like it's important to give credit to those people. Oh yeah. Like period. Yeah. Even, you know, even remind was like, you know, cause there's this period of time you know, like, because reminds like a freestyle dancer or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, but known as a b-boy, but he mixes, like, he's the first real, he's not the first All Styles guy, but I would say he's the first popular All Styles guy, where he influenced heads. And um, it's right. funny because, like, there was this time period where he was, like, he had his original style, like, 95, 96, and then he got into the jam on the groove, and then you have, like, 97, remind it fucking Battle of the Year. Which I think right, world him, champion yeah, type what, shit. Who, where he was just like he had that it wasn't so much dancing, but that barrage of like attacking you with combinations, bam, 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 freeze. You know what I mean? Just like bomb, 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 bomb. And um, you know, then he went back to kind of his freestyle roots. And I remember I was like, I, I talked to him, I was like, you know, because I was I was more like, man, I'm feeling the the fucking that 97 like fucking ultimate combo breaker of remind you know what i mean like, and yeah uh, this was like 99 remind where he was doing a lot more house yeah, and freestyle stuff. yeah and then he got back to that growing his dreads out again and stuff like that and i was like man i like that you know that value like why do you why do you dress like he started dressing more earth tones more baggy stuff more more raga influenced or you know you know what i mean and i was like why, you know why do you dress like that why do you you know you know and he's like, yo, I'm trying to be like y'all. And I go, what do you mean? He's like, no, you know, when y'all were like 92, 91. Oh, a Hauser. I was like, oh shit, I get it. You're the you're the next level of what we used to be. I get it now. Cause mm. we would do freestyle dancing, you know, because like, okay, we didn't necessarily have B-boy crews in 91. We had tribes. Like that's why it's like knuckle neck tribe, uh um, jughead tribe, you know, I mean? like we were tribes and we were heavily influenced by uh by uh native tongues so we used to dance kind of like you know that that you know elite force well elite force more like got into polo and ralph ralph lauren and nautica and tommy before that we were like wearing ponchos and visors and uh, you know we had like afros and you know and wear our hair out like that it was more influenced by like that that native tongue element and um and that's why we called it housing so we would do these freestyle mm. hip hop dances and then throw a swipe in or maybe throw a 90 in or throw a head spin in. I'm like, oh, oh, wrist, you're the you're just the next level of that you're just full on breaking. But with that, that vibe, oh, I get you now. <laughs> I was like, OK, I get it. You know what I mean? Because I kind of like let that go because like, you know, once like, you know, because I started out more freestyle hip hop. You know what I mean? I started out as a Hauser 
And the reason why I got into breaking is because when I saw Flowmaster, because it looked more like dancing. When you looked at yeah. the B-Boys that came out the Bay, you know, it was more prior, you know, like 92 to about 94. It was more like Jazzy J did Flare 90 Flare. And Wicked was fast magnet windmills to Halo. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, right. it wasn't dancing to me. So I'm not into it. And then when I saw tapes of Flowmaster, I was like, that looks like dancing. I want to, you know, fuck with that now. You know right. what I mean? It was like that. It was like, I'm opposite, which is funny because like the older I get now, I'm more like, I want to get my power, which is like, <laughs> usually when people get older, <laughs> like, I need to learn how to like dance and do footwork. You know what I mean? So right. I'm opposite. I'm like, yo, I need to get my air flares down. <laughs> Shit. So that's the crazy part. But yeah, man, like, it's, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a trip, bro. It's a trip because like, you know, now I could say like, it's like, you know, 29 years I've been in the scene now and it's a trip to kind of see where when I started or it is now it's, 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 it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to me. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I, I love every aspect of it. You know what I mean? So, and like even the social aspects of it, of social, of time periods, like, and I was just thinking about this too. Like for instance, like, you know, in the two, early two thousands, you know, and I could be totally wrong about this. This is my theory. Like in the early two thousands, like the abstract, style of breaking came out right when they're wearing makeup mm -hmm. and dressing like punk rockers and i remember everyone used to like you know hate on it then i started thinking it's like oh, oh yeah. you know what like we don't know what was going on that time then i start if you look at the social aspect of it, it's like okay most of these guys are actually latino but then they grew up with their uncles or their older brothers gangbanging listening to hip-hop they want to be far removed from that and that maybe they're into like you know sonic youth maybe they're into you know punk but they like breaking. You know what I mean? So they want to be different Word. from their gang-banging un uncles or their tag-banging uncles. You know what I mean? So that was their way of rebelling. I was like, oh, but they liked Benji. You know what I mean? They liked Benji. They liked Zuberant. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's like, a, you know, if you trip off of that, like you weren't in, like, you're like well, I don't get it. You know, most of the guys my age were like, I don't get that. Fuck that. That's not hip-hop. Well, yeah, they ain't trying to be hip-hop, man. Cause they think of hip hop in a negative way. Cause they did, you know, maybe their uncles did some negative shit and they're trying to break from that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then you can't hate because that they did influence breaking. You know what I mean? Even though it's mm -hmm. like not hip hop, hip hop, boom bap hip hop, but, but it's still breaking. You know what I mean? It's just a different style. And now it's like, and then you got giving a shout out to like Gio and Richie Martinez, you know, they're killing it in the fucking jujitsu game. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for real because of, but because of breaking, like, you know what I mean? Like, so we can't, I can't hate, you know what I'm saying? But why they want to be no, different? Because yeah. they saw Reminder, they saw Circle Fire, they were being different, you know what I mean? So they were like, we're going to take that to the next level. So it's like... Right, we're going to be different, different. Yeah, different, different, you know what I mean? And that's for just Circle Fire, we're just like, you know, like, hey, you know, we have no platform, so we're going to enter freestyle session. And they were the first ones to do the all-styles battle with Circle Fire. Right. Then now that shit's worldwide, you know? So it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that, again, Circle Fire, most of them from the Bay. So it's like, <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bay Area. It goes, back, it goes back to us again. So it's like, whoa, okay, that's a trip. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the statistics yeah, I mean, and the numbers, it's like, okay, it's not coincidence. You know what I mean? Yes. It, I mean, it's not. And then here's the thing, too. Like, okay, so, like, in, in – I, I talked to well, – we had a, a conversation with Poe years ago, like, right around the Battle of the Year time. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like, 
Yeah, so he had come out to Vegas, and um, they were talking, you know, we were getting some ideas for a show, and we were asking him, like, his opinion as a judge, and, like, you know, stuff like that. Right. But he had, we had this, like, we had, like, an hour-long conversation with him, and Guillaume actually has it on tape somewhere, and I'm going to steal it. Nice. But um, <laughs> it's like, he started to talk about, like, his career or like his his journey through this dance and his culture like in stages and he talked about his time in puerto rico right. and all that stuff but he was talking about like how you get in the game you know and like you're having fun it's super fun and you you know you're just loving on it and then you find out that there's like a political like oh, competitive yeah. aspect to it yeah. and you kind of get locked into that like i gotta be better gotta do better yeah. gotta you know like and then you know you then you you know then you get kind of like almost jaded where right. you know like the p boys get that entitlement yeah where they're like, I won seven or eight jams, right. so you know, fucking pay me. Right. And then like, <laughs> yeah. and then eventually you get to the point where like, and this is something that I wanted to touch on this. I want to talk about this. We're gonna talk about age and health and stuff like that yeah. in a minute. But this is just like part of that. He was like, he's like, you get to a point to where like, because hip hop, we have this weird thing where you have to be constantly producing something in order to stay relevant. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So like in a b boy sense, like your physical body is not always gonna be able to compete on the level of like. A nineteen-year-old because oh, no. some of the shit they put <laughs> they put in the Battleborn like we have a Battleborn Instagram group and they put some clips in there of shit that I'm like I didn't even understand like what was what did he just what did he even just right, do right, right, physically right. what did he just do yeah but but there's a level like where you know you kind of have to be confronted with your own um you know mortality right right and like right. Uh, I'm not invincible right. and I have to you know and then you go back to wow, you kind of came in the gate. Like, you come, you'll come, you go back to, like, I really love this shit. Yeah. I'm doing it because I love yeah. it and I'm enjoying it and I yeah. want to touch as many people as possible. Yeah. So, like, in what you, in what you just described to me, like, talking about the, the time periods, like, we have, I mean, you have been in the game longer, but, like, we all, who have started in the 90s somewhere, have been involved in several, like, multiple formative periods for multiple different things in this game. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, with the all styles and the, and the even the 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 freak show circus runaways type weird shit, which I used to couldn't. I, I was one of those guys right. because I was I was like, I felt threatened. I felt yeah. my hip hop was being yeah. threatened. Yeah, like yeah. like what if it turns into all this right. and I'm no I'm right. not left in, with anywhere I can go where it's all tease anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, and then eventually you get to the point where you like, man, that's their lane. Yeah. I yes. respect them yeah. and it doesn't bother me. Right. Anymore. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, man. Like we, we've been, we've seen, and now we're being confronted with the results of all these different formative eras. Like with like, I wouldn't say breaking has completely become one style. Cause there's still like different like oh, yeah. schools of thought. Yeah. But like, it's a lot more people doing all of the things. Right. As opposed to like, you know what I mean? So Yeah. We're in a we're in a weird oh not weird we're in a really strong time period for the dance and I mean I think as a, a, the culture as a whole but like the dance we're in a strong time period and the younger cats man like the younger guys in my crew and younger guys that I interact with they don't they have the competitive spirit that we have but it, it's not like oppressive like ours used to be nah, like, well they, I didn't I, yeah I mean it's different man and I think that's one thing that I'm trying to get rid of the stigma too is that um. Cause like you know, yeah, like you you hit it on the nail on the head, man. Like you know, the the thing is, uh, you felt threatened. Like, is it gonna be this? I want it to be, you know, the fucking boom bap hip hop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what. Right. Fuck that. But then it goes down. This is psychology, man. This is just you know human nature, dude. Um, 
you know, everyone's like, you know, it's funny because like I have my head, my my nose to the grindstone. That's it. I remember I went to an event uh, maybe two months ago, and then it's been a while, and I'm not going to say his name, but we were just like, oh, man, this guy gets love. Why is that guy get love? He's, he has no foundation, da 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 You know what? I forgot how that was. You know what I mean? I forgot yeah. how that was because I'm so in the know. Like I, and I go to more events than, uh, than you know, whoever, right? Whoever I was talking about. And I'm, a, I'm exposed to it, but I'm so deep on the no- like grindstone that I don't even look at the politics anymore. I don't even look at, um, um, oh, this guy, he's missing something. I mean, I might look at it, oh, he's missing whatever, but I'm like, whatever. Then I, I was like, right. why do I, like, before I would engage in that, like, yeah, fuck that, like, you know, like, what the, then I started thinking, it's like, because I'm doing it. I'm doing it still. Mm-hmm. That's why I stay away from that. Because then it's like, you know, what you said, I'm afraid that that's going to be the main thing that's out there and I'm not going to be relevant no more. But then I start realizing, well, it's only going to be not relevant if I stop doing it. <laughs> it's word, like you know word. if i have if i have my style preference the only way you know it is if you see it you know what i mean yeah like yeah. to talk about it ain't gonna do shit then i'm gonna be that grumpy old dude like oh i remember back <laughs> in the day like <laughs> we used to we used to so oh, now man. it's like well i'm only relevant because i'm around so that's right. one of the reasons why i do it and i take away the competitive aspect even though it's like, mm. and I was telling someone yesterday, I forgot that like I like to compete. No, I was telling Focus, I was like, to, I like to compete because he he's gonna stop competing. But the reason I compete is not the same reason why people compete. I compete right. to show that I could still compete. That's it. If I win or lose, I don't care. You know what I mean? I compete right. to just to show that you know, like I train like a martial artist, right? Like a lot of the foundation of like you know, how I train is like Muay Thai because my boy who's actually second generation rock force. Shout out to Greg uh, Valentin, AKA glide. He's my trainer. And he got me into this fitness aspect period. And, um, you know, like I train like a fighter, but the difference is I don't fight. Right. So like, you know, and the right. other difference is I won't suffer from CTE like a football player would or a MMA guy would, you know what I mean? Or or a Muay Thai fighter would. They'll suffer from CTE. I won't. So that's the reason why they'll stop. Like, why train? I won't fight anymore. My whole thing is, well, I mean, I'll, I could get, if I try to do a one half air flare and land on my head, yeah, I'll get concussion, right? But like, <laughs> <laughs> but compared to a fighter who's going to get punched in the face, he's more likely yeah, to get punched question. in the face than me getting a concussion from a one and a half. Do you know what I mean? One and a half air flare. So right. why don't I stop? Why stop then? If I don't care about the win, why stop? Right. There's no, I mean, like you say, and this is funny because it's like uh, earlier you mentioned Flowmaster and Flowmaster and like, and you and uh, a couple other guys were like the first time that I, I mean, ATN does it now as well. Right. I mean, he's always kind of been a real physical dude, but he also, like you said, he trains like a fighter and he trains for longevity. Right. But 
before we go into the physical aspect, man, because I really want to talk about all that in health, uh, let's take a quick break, man, okay. just so we can break up the audio, and then we'll, uh, we'll come right back and we'll get into that because that's something I really want to impart on people. So you're going to call again, or how does this work? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut the audio right now, then I'll call, I'm going to call like immediately back. Okay, got it. I'm a roller, motherfuckers, John Collar with the homer In a, in a yellow lamb doing donuts Send me to my little man, so you grown up Niggas under my deodorant Sipping Tito's and I'm blowing Biff over shit Niggas trying to bring me under, no, they don't exist When I'm in the club, only going VIP Told shorty she a dub, she still on my dick Alright, and don't you take it personal, baby I'm out my mind I'm just trying to slide for you on the first day Pussy so wet, see you dripping down her thighs She ain't camera shy, movies all I rewind She got feelings, I got vibes She told me that it's mine, I'm cool So don't you take it personal, baby I'm out my mind I can't be around like that lately I have no time Everybody say they love you once they see you shine So don't you take it personal, baby I'm out my mind, yeah. Show yeah. on a hundred foot yacht. I'm a showboat, brand new. I ain't fucking with no old hoes. Toast cold drinks to the sky, jet fuel to the face till I'm chink in the eyes. Sex drugs in the music till I meet my demise. Chain colors like a Rubik's Cuban link, Rayquan. Super valid with it. Baller nigga, you could go and check my analytics. New York state of mind, I'm a nasty nigga. Fly like NASA nigga, black and white diamonds. Yeah, that's a half a nigga. Blindfolded to a bird box, fur fox in the wrist, frozen like a freeze pop. Aight. And don't you take it personal, baby. I'm out my mind. I'm just trying to slide for you on the first day. Pussy so wet, see you dripping down her thighs. She ain't camera shy, movies all I rewind. She got feelings, I got vibes. She told me that it's mine, I'm cool. So don't you take it personal, baby. I'm out my mind. I can't be around like that lately. I have no time. Everybody say they love you once they see you shine So don't you take it personal, baby, I'm out my mind, yeah I'm out my mind All right, we're back. Um, yeah, man. So that's it's it's dope that we were talking about that because that's actually what I wanted to segue into. I know you don't have a ton of time today, but I mean, this is this is just like this kicked off on, in such a couldn't have kicked off better way, man. Like, <laughs> and I knew, I knew, like, I knew I was like, man, this brother's about to drop some stuff on people, and like, just bam, home run as soon as we started talking, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about like 
a few things in terms of like, like you say, training regimen, uh, staying yeah. in shape for longevity's purpose, um, getting older in this dance and like, you know, all those things, all the things that come with that for, you know, cats like myself, I'm about to be 40. Um, and you know, like people younger, wow, cats, man. 45 in July, fool. So 40 in July, see what I'm saying? But like 45, man. And still, you know, like I saw the, the comparison video you did on your Instagram between. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I was like, like, honestly, what? Like 10 years, ain't, it don't look like 10 years mean shit to you. And that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about for like, right. give younger cats an idea of how they can like kind of gear up to be doing this for the rest of their lives. Cause we're yeah. moving into a place where like with the Olympic conversation and like a lot of like professional dance stuff going on, we're moving yeah. into a space where cats can live good off this man. So let's talk oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, uh, man, like, you know, like, that's my thing, man. It Flowmaster, so Flowmaster has, you know, he, he's, he's talked about having bad knees. I'm like, man, what if he didn't? Because the shape he's in, oh, my God. That guy's mm-hmm. a monster, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, still flip, he probably would. You know what I mean? Like, if, you know what I mean? He could sit all the way on his footwork, like, oh, my God. Where, like, because, like, you know, that's probably the hardest part, time he has is his footwork, you know what I mean? Because of his knees. But, dude. Besides that, he'll kick my ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy has like a fucking 12 pack and shit. And, you know, yeah. running fucking mm-hmm. sand dunes and shit. I still, my problem is I still like donuts, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. you know what I mean? Like, what if he, d- you know, and it's like, you know, if I look at like legs and I look at, like, I look at Caesar, I look at Ken's, like, what if they were on full master shit? They'd Word. still, like, fuck. Like, you know, because then we could see how it used to look. And that's the only problem with a lot of the OGs is like, you know, like they can't move like the way they used to. And I'm more like, man, I'm moving better than I used to. Well, I, I think I used to be more flexible for sure. You know what I mean? But that could be worked on. Like if I just put my mind to it and, you know, and just go, okay, I got to make these shoulders flexible again. That means I got to cut out these processed sugars. Like, fuck. All right. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, right. oh, yeah. I'll do it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? But I know that's what it's going to take. And because like, man, like I just saw this lady on Instagram or Facebook or something. It's like, she was like 80 years old and she had a before and after picture. And like, she was a kind of chub, kind of chubby, but old. Right. And there are after pictures, like fucking, she had an ass like JLo. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. But right now, that's what's happening. Like, you'll see like 70-year-old dudes cut to shit. Bodybuilders. Right. I'm like, what the? So, who knows the limit? What if these guys, like, what if, you know, these motherfuckers didn't stop working out or stayed working out or or training? Like, we don't know because, like, you know, right. like, they could still, if they wanted to, but they probably like, um, you know, I've d- been there, done that. You know, my thing is, like, you know, I'm still hungry. Like, I still, like, you know, my whole thing is, like, I'm competing with myself. I'm not competing with no one else. And that's the, the you know, I'm more like, can I do it? Right. Instead of, like, 19-year-old, like, who's going to, he's going to smoke me, man, physically. And the, the, the funny thing is the last two years I've been doing competitions and I've won a few. I'm like, like or the, and it's funny i get to the finals or something and the kid would smoke me right or he he beat me 
And it's like, yeah, I smoked you. I'm like, man, you should. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're 19. You better smoke me. (laughs) You should be smoking me. How did I get here? First of all, how did I get here? Like, I shouldn't be getting to the finals, motherfucker. Like, (laughs) like, you should be taking, you know what I mean? You should be taking out in the beginning. So, and they're like, and or I'll get the, oh man, I'm 33. I'm done. Like, you know, I'm old. (laughs) Don't be around me and say that shit. Cause I'll prove you wrong right now. Do you know what I mean? Right. So they're just like, oh shit. Like, you know, like how do you, why do you inspire? Because I don't got turtles yet, dog. Like <laughs> right, I need to get those before I call yeah, it. Yeah, I don't got, you know, swipe 90. I don't got these things. That's why I'm in it. So it's mm. like, I'm in love with, I'm challenged by the actual movements. So it is, that's all it is. You know, as, mm. as nerdy as that is, this, that's all it is. Now, you know, they're like, wow, that's amazing. I'm like, well, you know, look, because I love the art. Now, what would make me give up is if I was in love of the fame, I was in love with the attention, I would give up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like, oh, I'm not winning. No one loves me. I'm not relevant. Well, then that, then you're living for someone else. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not living for someone else's um, approval or validation. I'm not. Mm. You know what I mean? And that I think that's that's a part thing of hip hop period. You know, it's built on trauma. You know what I mean? Like just because, you know, and most because most of us are B-boys or B-girls are crazy. You know, we had some shit coming up in our lives. That's why we like the attention. Right, right. right. So, you know, and that's that's like, man, this that's what I'm saying. It's like it could breaking it in hip hop is therapeutic but it won't fix your trauma. You know what I mean? Word, word. So you need to do that first is to fix that trauma. Like, I'm not going to front, man. Like, I was in therapy last year. You know what I mean? And I'm, I consider myself a self-aware person, but I still went because there's a few problems that I didn't address because I thought, hey, hip-hop, you know, I thought, it, you know, you power through it. So there's a lot of things that a lot of people could do. That, hip-hop is therapeutic for sure. It will get you out of a mood for sure, but it might not fix it. That has to be more introspective and that has to be, you have to be really honest with yourself and get, do the work, get the help, read, whatever it is. And then hip hop can play a significant part of your healing. Cause that's what we're all doing anyway. You know what I mean? That's what makes hip hop different from everything else. Right. Let's say just, that's why we're closest to like, you know, fighters, you know what I mean? Because, you know, most fighters are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> most fighters are crazy that, you know, they're trying to fix some trauma. So we're closest to that. And that's what like, that's why with skating, you have some extreme guys that are fucking crazy that do drugs and whatever. And then you guys got, you have geniuses. So it's both. You could channel both. You could be a genius in breaking because it, it's an intricate thing that's in, infinite and it can help uh, therapeutically, but it's not going to fix the trauma. Or, so once, once you could fix the trauma, then you could go into, well, I don't need the validation. I don't need the wins. I don't need the, I could just do this and love this. And then I get the validation anyway. Like, it's like, you don't chase the goal, you know, you don't chase the, the win anymore. And that's why, you know, there's so many diva B-boys because they have trauma that they haven't fixed. Right. You know what I mean? Even though they're geniuses, they're genius on, geniuses on the floor. You know what I mean? But they, they still, because they thought that the win and the attention and the accolades is going to help that trauma. And it's not. 
And that's, an, that's one thing that like I'll address, you know, in mental health that no one has. Do you know what I mean? In mental yeah. health. You know what I mean? And we need that. We need that if we want to keep going. And that's where all the ta- toxic masculinity is coming from. It's trauma that's not fixed. It's yeah. a lot of kids. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot, whole bunch, you know, a lot of the 70s dudes and 80s dudes are lashkey kids. You know, like their parents were home or didn't grow up with a father. So they're trying to be uber masculine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's a whole theory about even gangbanging, which is fucking insane that Lord Jamar said, which is like, you know, in the 50s, they thought, um, you know, a lot of psychologists thought if a, a, if a person doesn't grow up with his father, that, that guy's going to be a feminine or maybe gay, right? Or homosexual. Mm. It's the because they didn't grow up with fathers they became uber masculine instead of duking it out with their fists i'm gonna shoot this guy and prove that i'm a man and then now you're in jail they have to prove that they're a man more that's why i gotta give it to my man ajax like ajax you know shout out to him he's father of three kids most solid dude but he grew up i mean maybe i think his parents got divorced and maybe i'm revealing too much but um but um he's his dad was around and that's the that guy's the most calm cool level-headed dude i ever met mm. because he had someone to go show him like hey don't be emotional like your mother because if you think about it <laughs> and I, mean, I might be getting i might get a lot of hate mail for this but you know think about it if we're raised by our mother we're getting we're absorbing that emotional aspect and then where we have muscles like a man like a gorilla or whoever the fuck like a bull real real <laughs> You're emotional like a woman with muscles. What if your woman was stronger than you? She'll fuck you up. <laughs> right. Every time she get yeah. And that's so that emotion with a gun. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That trauma. This is what I'm saying. That's why you see the fucking cocks and the fucking fuck you. I'm better than you. Because we haven't healed from that shit. Mm. You know what I mean? We haven't healed from that shit. And we have to, and that's the thing that I'm trying to change too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to change that shit too. And that's why I'm trying to be like, well, we're attracted. There's two aspects that we're attracted to in breaking in specifically breaking in hip hop is the confrontational battle part of the met, the rite of passage of being a man. Right. And um, that's the masculine part. And then the other part is the science part. Like, how do I do this flare 90? How do I do this flip? So there's these two things that that why we are attracted to it. But I'll tell you, once you get you can like conquer that mask that, that like I have to prove myself to be a man shit. Oh, man, this shit's so much fun. Yeah, man. Because then once you know you're solid of being a man, I'm a man. All right, cool. This is fun. And that's what most of the younger generation don't got because they got they're solid now. Most of the guys that. Yo, I'm as old as the you know, like the parents of most of the b boys. Oh, for and sure. To be bangers, so then they're like, I'm over that shit. So then I got some good kids, and then these good kids become b boys or b girls, and then they're like, Why are these OGs so fucking sour? Right, like why are y'all so mad all the time? Because of the trauma that hasn't been healed. They don't live that. They're like, yo, I grew up with fucking PlayStation and a phone and, my, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. I don't get the aggression. Yeah, like, and, it's not that serious, yeah. y'all. Chill out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, I like to do Flare 90 Flare. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're like, what? They didn't get it because they didn't grow up like us. You know what I mean, they didn't grow up in that trauma. You know? Yeah. They didn't grow up. In, and we're the only generation where it's like, my kids could like Jordans like I'm 
as much as I do and like Star Wars as much as I do. Right, yeah, right. Like my mom, when my mom was four, he's like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" Right. What is this weird? Sh-? And then she's saying yeah. the same thing to you. Like, "What the fuck are you yeah. listening to?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the only generation. that's like, yeah, I know who you know J Cole is, or I know who like Bootsy is. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Like we may not like it, but we'll be aware of it. Like, oh yeah, yeah play Call of Duty with me. You know what I mean? Like that's a, like that's crazy. But yeah, generation because of information. So yeah, so you know, so that's why it's like you know I'm trying to change what a older person in breaking looks like and the attitude i don't complain like i look or, at everything as objective as i can even though and the thing is because i don't i'm not afraid of not being relevant anymore because like i said all you have to do is be part of it to be relevant or, you know I mean? and if you're good with yourself you don't mind losing you don't mind if like they're doing this style and they don't they don't feel you you don't mind that you're just like yo i'm doing it for me and then you'll have people that will feel it just because, you know, some people like Tribe and some people like Lil Wayne. It's just the same thing. I think we're closer to musical in- uh, artists than we are to athletes, even though we are athletic. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. You know what I mean? And that's all style preference. And that's just the same shit of anything. You know, we're just, you know, you hit it on the head. We're just scared that's going to be more popular than what we do. Right. <laughs> Which ties into that fear of not being relevant. Yes, like, which is it, the same shit with the trauma. It, 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 it's like it's tied in, and once you can let that go, you can have so much fun with it. So much fun with it. Yeah, and that's what you know. Once I let that go, once I understood that, that's why I'm still in it. That's right. why I haven't let it go. That's and it's like that's why I could still grow because I'm not, you know, I need to get this move now because you know testosterone or because if I don't do it, this jam I'm fucked. Like no, I can't I'm win. Yeah. Yeah, I can't win. Now I'm like, oh, well, if I don't get it today, there's always tomorrow. And that's the thing. There's always tomorrow. Like, that's my attitude. Or why not? Like, my thing is, why not? Like, why not? You know, once, I, once my body started getting to this certain level, because I thought I was going to lose moves. As I got, like, three years ago, if you would ask me if I'd still battle like this, I'd be like, nah, I'm probably slowed down. I was more doing behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, I was doing the trades more. I was, like, you know, talking more. So, that nah, looks like I'm going to do that. And then once, um, once I started like work really working out regularly, because I used to work out like I have a battle coming up, so I'm gonna work out now. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, you know. And then like, oh, I have another exhibition. Oh shit, time to get started and get training. So once I was like, like the last one was Skillroy. Was like, like you know, I took a long break. Then I bowed Skillroy at uh, Melting Pot almost three years ago. And then after that battle, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stop working out. And then once I didn't stop working out, then it was like, let me try this. Oh, shit. I haven't done this in fucking 10 years. Oh, shit. Then it became like, wait a second. Can I get the flips back? Oh, shit. I can, I'm getting my flips back. Oh, wait, wait. Why can't I try that air flare again? You know, it became that. Mm-hmm. The health. Because it's like I didn't start. Instead of like, like, dude, I would take a year off and then gain mad weight. And like just break, and that's it. And then it was like okay, and then okay, I gotta start working out again. Fuck, this sucks. Now it's more like you know I had an exhibition against a uh, battle against Seth. It's like okay, so I, I didn't do the fucking crazy hardcore shit that I do with my clients and just maintain. But then I was like okay, time to do crazy hardcore shit workouts. Then when I was able to do it, it wasn't this dread. It was like oh, I could do it. Actually, I can up it. 
so it's crazy because like then I'm now more like the more I uh, do it and the more I'm used to it, then it's like, oh shit. Like I, I should have been just sticking to a period, you know what I mean? And then on top of that, I should have done this when I was 20, like <laughs> fucking up. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, so now it's like, now it's my regular. I probably work out. Well, now I probably break as much as I work out before because of the pandemic, right? But before I used to work out more than I break. So, so it's a little bit, it's, it's a little even. That's why that whole, you know, the clip I posted where it's just like, I haven't done this in 20 years. Let's see if I can do it. It took me a few tries and I was like, oh shit. I'm not as fast, but it was more like, damn, it took me, like, I remember I would try that move periodically in between 20 years and not get it. Be like, fuck, this shit's hard. Fuck this shit. Like, right. And that time was like, oh shit, I did it. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I was actually like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, I was like fucking, you know, and that's, that's, that's the owner. And that's, that's the, the, the payoff was actually that the payoff was I could do it still dope and that's the that's the validation that's not from the outside anymore it's right the, you know it's that that thrill of like ah oh, accomplishment like oh i'm proud of myself and you know the serotonin goes up it's like oh hell yeah so it's funny because like when i go to a gym there's so many things that i've been playing with lately i'm like oh shit i haven't done this combo yet so i'm so this is my lab time you know what i mean i love it you know what i mean and then people get to see my progress and stuff like that and it's all because you know yeah it's because of the working out the regular for this interview like you know i was doing my jump rope and i'm even challenged by that like okay like you know but i I think that's another thing that keeps me engaged is that i always challenge myself with the workouts it's not just like it is like you know i'm going to do three sets of this and all that type of stuff but then it was like how can i flip this that's where the breaking comes in right it's like how can i what can i do to make this not boring Right. Then I'll make up a new workout, and then then I'll test it out with clients. So you try this. It's like, oh, this is making my lats, you know, stronger. That's gonna make my footwork better. You know. So it's like it's 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 always fun to play around with it. You know what I mean? And then and that's it. And it's that's what keeps. It's like I get creative. It's not just doing the mechanics of working out, but I get get to be creative too with the working out, which benefits the. It's like this ecosystem. It keeps cycling like. I won't get bored because I'm creating these different workouts or learning different workouts that affect my breaking, which make I'm learning different techniques that and it's a circle that benefits right. anybody that like, you know, who wants tips or whatever, whatnot, or, you know, just it, and, and the, it just, it's just this, it's this creative process that keeps me in the game. Word. That's what really keeps me in the game is the creative process is, is creation itself. You know, the closest thing that you'd say to God is creation and that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Just create. And then that benefits me. And again, it's this self-validation that, that instead of the outside validation, but I get validation from the outside anyway. So it's crazy. And so it's, it's a good uh, self-development. You know what I mean? Right. So you're saying like you build, you're building these things. Because, you know, like there's a certain level of discipline involved. But like you say, you keep it fun, keep it interesting, yeah. which in turn creates results. Which yes. makes it fun and interesting. Yeah, so it's like you know, <laughs> it's, it's a cycle. Like, <laughs> it's a cycle. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Because and, like, what the thing that'll that'll help stop you is the uh, discouragement of whatever. I can't do it, or I, you know, or I'm not getting the prop. You know, that's most OGs. I'm not getting the respect, whatever. But if you have self-respect and you eliminate that part, then it becomes okay. I can't do it. But then if you go, if I could, if I could, if I inch my way there then I'll get it. 
versus like getting it now. If you can mm. be patient, you will get it. You won't get it today. You won't get it tomorrow. Maybe it'll take you a year. Who knows? But if you inch away at it, you'll eventually get it. You'll have to. Sure. That's just the rules of the game. You know, that's just life. The only way you won't get it is if you give up. And right. I'm not saying like pit bull at you, like, I won't give up. No, just inch at it. Just, okay, it's frustrating. And just knowing yourself and being okay with failure. That's the thing, being okay with it, but learning from it. And not going, ah, I suck. More like, well, I didn't do it today. What did I do today that got me an inch closer? If you think inches versus feet, you'll get there. If you right. think, you know, if you think miles, then it seems impossible, man. It seems really impossible. But if you think inches, and but if you could, but the, the the key is to see the inches. If you don't see the inches, then you're fucked. Then you'll be like, ah, this is not for me. Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, fuck Word. this shit. I'm over it. Like, too much. Could, yeah. But if you can see the inches, then you'll be like, all right, well, maybe not today. Tomorrow then. Right. You know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. again, it goes back to the same formula of like, okay, I did it. I did this. It's dope. It's fulfilling. And then it feeds that. That's how I don't. That's how I stay inspired. That's how I stay motivated. It's just, I see the inches. Yeah, I mean, that's you see a, the that progress. And... Yeah, you see it. It's if you don't, it's going to be hard. You know, you're right. going to get frustrated easily. And that's one thing like it, you know, that's the whole thing. And that's dis that's the discipline part because I make mm. it fun. The discipline part's easy. You know, what or, I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah, man, man, I got to I got to dial it back, man, because even though it was like I did at first, I was like, "Oh, we 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 started off on a a, a different foot then," but it was such a good thing to talk about because we talking about health, we talking about yeah. longevity, and you started off by talking about mental health, and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, oh yeah. shit!" <laughs> yeah, but yeah. really, like that thing that you said, man. Like even from my own experience, man. Like um, you know, like because I come from a single parent home, my mother raised me, and yeah. I'm a super emotional. I was up until recently, man. Like up until the last couple of years, anybody that knows me, the guys in my crew, anybody who's seen me, maybe not at a jam, but probably at a jam, and probably definitely at the after party. You know, <laughs> like you, somebody's like throughout the course of my like time in hip hop, man. Ninety, like a lot of people have seen me act a fool, and yeah, it's right. because like I had this, you know, like I was clinging to that. You got to think I'm a man, because right. I don't think I'm a man. Like, right. and so like, right. and you know, I'm not a little guy. I mean, yeah. I was skinnier, but now I'm, I'm like two thirty, man. I'm a, I'm a regular size, yeah. big ass oh, dude. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, I had to like, like you said, I had to find that comfort and being like, I'm okay with what's up with me. I, I went to therapy. It was probably been about two years. I had a therapist right. for about six to eight months. And, you know, we talked about that kind of stuff and we talked about like ways to get past that. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's funny because you, what you said, something that's, that stuck out too is like, you like, I want to change the picture of what an older person in this culture looks like. I, and I, I started to think about that too. Like, cause you can only come in the jam being the cranky old dude before the young, <laughs> like, cause it's a young man's game and hip hop has Hell always yeah. been a young man's game. Hell yeah. Like 100. the kids in New York and the, the kids in New York in the seventies and eighties that created it to like yeah. us in the nineties to, you know, now the new, you know, the guys in the two thousands where I was still old enough to be in the mix I mean, I was still young enough to be in the mix, but not, but too old to be. And now here I am, like, like I'm pushing, I'm not old, but like right. I'm an elder statesman and like the younger guys, my guys in my crew, they're 21 and 22. And I come in the door like, yeah, but you got to make sure you, well, how come you don't? And they're like, bro, I'm, I'm just breaking. I like breaking. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? That's okay. Yeah. But we have to, I think as a culture, like you said, we have to address the, and it's funny because, you know, you're talking about the, the, 
the abstract era and like them kind of just kind of being okay with who they are. And then like, and here we are now again at a place where I think a lot of society is healing, but generationally, because if you look at the 1950s in in American society, like the, the, uh, the 1940s and the atomic family in the 1950s were like the, the beaver cleaver, like the, you know, like baby boomers. Yeah. Right. And then the sixties is kind of like hippie. And then like, here we are and we at the seventies and the seventies is really kind of a dark time for a lot of places. Hell yeah. New York. Gen um, X. Yeah. Gen X is a fucking sour as fuck. (laughs) Right. And then California, like Watts, Compton, uh, Oakland, like there's a lot of like breaking, like not, and I don't mean break dancing. I mean like breaking, like broken. Yep. Yep. Um, families 100. homes drugs gangs yep. pimps yeah and then the 80s is like the 80s and the 90s is like the 80s was like smack dab the direct result of that the yeah. 90s oh, is yeah. like we're trying to get we're trying to get away from our dads and our uncles right. and right. now here we are the 2000s and the 2010s and then pushing into now like well we're not healed but we're healing a lot. And the young yeah. men in our culture, and even the young ladies too. I don't I don't want to like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, just sure. discount my for sister. Sure. But like, sure. you know, and like we're in a we're in a good place now too, where like the sisters in hip hop is getting a lot of love. I always oh, yeah. gave B girls and shit, but like female MCs, uh female yeah. artists and performers, like yeah, it's we're not we're not fragile, like you said, that fragile toxic masculinity. It's okay for me to let my sisters do their thing. And Hell be yeah. like power, you know, like like yeah, big up, and not like oh my gosh, you're gonna you're gonna make me less manly if you keep right, you right, know, it's right, like we, right. you know, it's it's dope that you touched on all that in the beginning because that's like I, I I observe that I'm observing that and I'm becoming, you know, especially like I'm becoming more open minded about being okay with everybody's lane in this culture because right. first of yeah. all, yeah. it's not my culture, it's our culture, yeah, yeah, and then yep. and secondly, it's like, you know, like like you said in order for me to be relevant, I got to be, I got to just be here. What can I bring to the table instead yeah, of coming to the table and it, yeah. telling everybody where to sit? Yeah. It doesn't have to be you dancing. It's just you showing up. You know what Word. I mean? There's, there's, there's individuals. I won't say their names. And they're like, why don't I get my, I did this for the culture. And it's like, yeah, but I don't see you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why does everyone hate on me? Because they don't know you. They right. haven't seen you. You haven't encouraged them. You haven't, you're, you're holding on to what was before versus like, I am what was before, but I'm good about it and I could share it. And if you get with me, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool too, but I'm here to support. Like my man, K1. Oh man, that guy's such a dude. He's though, he's, he's fucking the man. And he still goes to gyms. Yo, let me buy that shirt. You know what I mean? He'll go to a booth and buy a shirt. Hey, you have to do this and give advice or not or not and just show up. And that's what we need. He doesn't necessarily break anymore, but he loves to show up. He doesn't have to be there. He wasn't judging. He's like 52, 53. He'll show up. And to me, that's dope. And he won't, he'll just like, and he'll know who you are. Oh, I've seen your clip before, blah, blah, blah. He'll start, still try to catch up. See, mm. he doesn't break anymore, but he's there. You know what I mean? Word. That's dope. That's dope. And he's not there to be like, oh, that guy's whack. This guy's that. No, he's just there to be just, you know, He's like a stone cold dude, you know. He's kind of unapproachable, but he's not hating either. He's not like, right, oh, you right. gotta be like this. No, he's just there. And people like now, he's like he judged the uh, forty up battle at freestyle session last year, and of course he would, because 
you know, when Cross thought of him because he hears so like Cross heard so much good about him because I, I, I people that know him, no one says anything negative about him. You know what I mean? But mm. he's still like that gangster ass looking dude still. But he doesn't. <laughs> but he doesn't talk like. You know what I mean? He's like he's like uh Frank Lucas in the American Gangster. He's like the loudest man in the room is the most insecure man in the room. Right. He's like he's not that. He's more like the quiet dude that's just there and supportive. You know what I mean? He'll so he'll buy a shirt. He'll you know what I mean? He'll talk. He'll introduce himself if he if he's seen you before. He'll introduce. Oh, I'm K one. You know, blah blah blah. I've seen you before. You know what I mean? He's like that Word. dude. So like he's a good. He's a, definitely a mentor of mine. You know what I mean? Like as an older dude, he'll send me workout videos. Like, <laughs> like check mm-hmm. this out. Check out this jump rope. I was like, oh shit! Like that fool's still flexible. That guy's fifty two. It's like, damn, he could bridge still. I can't bridge. Like, all right, I need to get on my game. Like, right, you get my. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that guy. Yeah, so he's someone that I look at, an older guy. You know what I mean? That then like, okay, I need to be like that guy. But I'm more like, but I want to do something. You know what I mean? Right, That's the right. only difference. But you can still, you don't have to. You just have to love it. And I think a lot of like, you know, I think a lot of OGs is more like, oh, what have you done? You know, do you, don't you know who I, look what I've done. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, you know, I, I learned more like I'm only as good as the last thing I've done. And if the last right. thing I've done was being positive, then that's the last thing I, that that's good. You know what I mean? Then just, oh, motherfucker, like, you know, you don't know. Like, right. well, show me then. You know what I mean? Take them on a student, something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, give good advice, you know, and then you'll be relevant in that. Like, you doing this is relevant. You know what I'm saying? Because it's knowledge. It's, it, it's, it still helps people, like, understand um, your 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 perspective. And I think that's good. You know what I mean? Because that's how it grows versus, like, you should do this. You know what I mean? That's yeah, definitely, it. man. So yeah, so that's that's how you be relative, man. <laughs> that's that's all it is, man. That's how you stay active. That's how you still get the props, and that's how you stay, you 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 contribute to the scene. Or, and, yeah, I think um, and for me too, it was like I had to find because you know, like even like uh, deservedly or undeservedly, man, I I had developed this attitude of like this shit, like y'all owe me, and it's like right. nah, first of all, because <laughs> like there's way more qualified people to be owed. And secondly, like this culture, like raised a lot of us, man, like hip hop yeah. culture raised a lot of us for those of us, again, like we say without dads or who came from like right. tough areas, like where yeah. the only thing you could do was like go to the rec center and break or yep. like get yep. out, to, get off the street or, or yep. stay in the street for some of us, you know? So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I had to think of it in the sense of like, Damn, this hip hop really gave a lot to me. It gave me a lot of experience. I traveled because of hip hop. I met a lot of yeah, yeah. people because of hip hop. Yeah, how yeah, can yeah. I give a little bit of that to somebody? There um, you go. But I know you said you got to jump off here in a little bit, man. So yeah. I wanted to touch. That I don't know what happened. We had a little yeah, technical I difficulty. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, got, I got ten minutes though. I got ten minutes. Uh, so. Word. So um, let's um. I just wanted to take a little quick second to uh, because we're definitely gonna have to do this again, man. Because you got hell info and knowledge, and but right now I just want to take a quick second to talk about what we talked about at the very beginning of the conversation. What mm-hmm. uh, what's going on right now? Like as far as like your you know what you got on your uh plate like plate coming up, and like how you you know like how you using this time to your advantage as far as like this quarantine weird shit that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk um, about the. Pre- yeah, I was uh I was doing a show, I was a uh, theater show with my man uh Visine in Philly. 
um, OG dude out there and a stuntman. And we're, uh, it was called, uh, the theater show was called uh, ja- uh, Sassafras uh, from Roots to Mastery. And most of the cast was over 40. So that was dope. I think, you know, I'm not like a show dude, but then I liked the idea of that project. So that was before the pandemic. That was what was going on. Um, as far as um, I was just battling, to be honest, like I was just uh, I was competing. And like I said, just just to compete, you know, what I mean, compete just to compete. It was like it was more like real time pressure to see if I could perform some of the new stuff that I had. That's why, you know, you know I was doing. And once this is over, I'll probably do that again. You know what I mean? I'll still compete, and, you know what I mean, with my crew floor gangs and whoever, if they can't show up, like friends or whatever like that, anyone I vibe with. And just, um, that's why I said life hasn't, but besides that, life hasn't changed because it was always about waking up in the morning, doing my business online, then training or, you know, just working out and then working with clients. So then, you know, so that's what I've been doing. So nothing has changed except for like I cook at home more and I don't eat out and I don't go, well, I stopped really going out. Like when I would travel, I would go out, but it's not a lot. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm more focused on the craft and just, you know, just uh, staying healthy, man. Trying to like, you know, get my air flares. <laughs> like <laughs> As basic as that sounds, like, you know, I'm just trying to like, you know, get air flares and my, my, my thing is pocket by 50. That's like my hashtag pocket by 50. Mm. No, I can't make it. Where will I be if I try? You know what I mean? Like maybe pretty not pocket level, but better than I was. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's a goal. So it's just like, it's just, you know, just getting better and just showing that the older you can get, you get, there's still, you can still get good. You can still up your, up your skill level because there's no reason not to. I mean, there's no, it's as long as you're not in competition with anyone else and you're just like, look, you're just looking at the inches every day, you'll get better. You know what I mean? You get rid of that pressure of like, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to impress people. Once you get, Mm. you know, once you get rid of that, then, then you could like, okay, I could sit with this airflow for the next five years and it's fine. You know what I mean? It's fine if I don't get it. You know what I mean? Right away. That's it. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Look, you know how long I've been working on flares, man? Like 20 years. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be, but it'll happen as long as I'm patient with it. Because that's the other thing that I want to say. Because if I dig into flares, like dig into it, like I'm going to keep doing it five hours a day, I will get hurt. Guaranteed. And right. if you think about it, that's what start, that's what uh, injuries are. They're usually long-term injuries, and it's not from a battle. It's usually from practice because you overworked that move and didn't give yourself rest. Mm. If you think about it, right? Most injuries are that, are reoccurring injuries. So if I don't go, ah, and I go, you know what, inch by inch, then I won't get hurt, and I will get the move versus like, I'm going to try to do this move and then hurt myself, <laughs> then I'm out for six months. Right. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck all that. Yeah. That, that could get if if I have advice for anyone, anyone young or old, is if you take your time, you will get it. And you will not and you won't injure yourself. You won't if you take care of yourself. That's you gotta listen to your body. And that's one thing I think I've done over everyone else. 
Because I have friends that are like, they would push even when they're hurt. And now they're not mm-hmm. breaking. Now they're not breaking. And they're younger than me. You know what I'm saying? Or, now they can't break. Now I'm like, all right, remember that time? Like, if I wanted to push, like, be fucking an ass. Remember that time I told me to push? Well, I didn't. I'm still here. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't pull my groin. I didn't, you know. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's my advice, man. Take your time. You know, I mean, we do have one life, and you do want to take risks, but there's certain risks that are not worth it. Mm. This is, you know what I mean? You'll know when it's time to take that risk. You'll know. You'll feel it. It's it's time. Versus like your ego going, no, nah, I have to do it. If it's that, right. you probably don't do it. But it's like if you feel inspired to take the risk, like it feels good, like I think I'm going to do it. I think you know, <laughs> That's the thing to follow, right? That's the two in the, the two different indicators. The one that where you have to prove yourself and the one that it's like you feel like it's like, like a, an epiphany. If it's an epiphany, you should do it. If it feels like I uh, like I have to, something to prove, you shouldn't do it. Where, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's like they're they're apparent, man. Those signs are apparent. Like yeah, you following your heart. Yeah, because you know when it's from your ego, and you know it's like you're inspired. You'll know. You'll know. You'll be in the moment and be like, oh, I could do it. Versus, <laughs> versus, I have to do it. Then you're fucked. <laughs> you're right. Fucked. You'll fuck up. Yeah, man. That's what the working out to me. That's what working out gives me the privilege of that. I could follow that body. My body will tell me that. My body be like, no, (laughs) not today. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay, I won't. Or your body be like, ah, it's time. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean. And that's just commitment, discipline, and just you know, inch by inch. That's it. Inch by inch. It's it's. rules i'm a chipper i chip away i'm not a wave guy i don't yeah. i'll ride a wave but i won't create a wave but i'll chip till that wave comes that's me word yeah man um well we're getting we're getting up on the time i wanted to say a few things first of all i wanted to say thank you man um for you know agreeing to sit down and do this talk yes sir. um i wanted to say thank you man for all the contributions to the culture man we could go i could we could list i could just rap i could roll down the list <laughs> But, um, you know, for being an influence, man, for a lot of people, including myself, uh, for always being humble and cool to me and my crew and for being one of the original, like, cats to do what I'm trying to do now, you know, like with the trades and sitting down and doing interviews and talking like I remember, man, that's when that first hit and it was very well received. I was like kind of put the seed in my mind that like, okay, like, yeah, I can I can talk to cats who I, you know, like who I've been in this journey with, man. So. You know, man, like big up, much respect. And um, yeah, man, uh, we got to do this again. I plan on taking this thing on the road, man. Once I get, I got some pieces of equipment I want to get. I'm going to start hitting up people's hometowns, man. So there you go. So, man, um, until until then, man, man, stay safe and keep, you know, keep doing your thing, brother. And I, I mean, I appreciate you. For sure, man. Thank you, man. Thank you so much, bro. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Bath switch. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. the skin dog's gonna score out now. I really don't think I should go downtown. Cause if I do, then it might go bad. I really don't know what kind of night we'll have. I've had a couple drinks, in fact. And that's a bad sign, so I should turn back. Before I see red and my eyes turn black. Only got a few seconds, cause my fuse burn fast. I'm playing God like I'm Jim Carrey. Drunk with power, with a taller, so high, you barely can pairs me. My delusions are spoken with sincerity. Sin carries me, so a certain synthetic substance got me searching for serotonin. The pentacles made the parchment and placed across from the bathroom. These rappers put sacrilege and that's gift to my inhabitants. Are sacrificing gravel, but I'm not consuming a reaction. Yet I speed it up like a catalyst at a catastrophic rate. Casualties carried to the catacombs in a catatonic state. Bystanders open their brows, but keep their hands across their face. Like the last picture of Mac Miller, I come back quicker. I can slow it down. Got weed from God weed. I'm finna smoking out. This company plays the main role in my vice. Like Christian Bell, gas pad like a gas bill. How I get it in the mail. Sinker sailors all dependent on the winds. But here, you're not condemned. You are commended for your sins. So I found comfort in this dark place I never should have been. And I remain. Skin dog and it's cold out now. I really don't think I should go downtown. Cause if I do, then it might go bad. I really don't know what kind of night we'll have. I can't say. I've had a couple drinks, in fact. And that's a bad sign, so I should turn back. Before I see red and my eyes turn black. Only got a few seconds, cause my fuse burn fast. Yeah. Nine to five, I got a nice little day job. I drive the gray sub to the day spa. At night, I'm working graveyard with a chainsaw. I'm really fucked up, man. I think I need a day off. Just a quiet day of chilling, no killing. Need to deal with my feelings. Stop acting like a villain. But it's so nice to be so bad. I used to have a six pack like Vin Diesel has. Yeah, I had a bad reputation. Everywhere I go, cause mad devastation. And doctor said I need to practice meditation and stop acting like a creep, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I'm emotionally drained. No emotion can be found in these veins. Different town, different day. I got the blade to your face like a barber giving shades. What up? It's getting dark and it's cold out now. I really don't think I should go downtown. Cause if I do, then it might go bad. I really don't know what kind of night we'll have. I've had a couple drinks, in fact. And that's a bad sign, so I should turn back. Before I see red and my eyes turn black. Only got a few seconds, cause my fuse burn fast. Your device controls your life. If your secrets live inside it, surveillance is the threat. Yeah, you're told it's used to minimize it. It's 2020, and there's no such thing as private. It's a lost concept. I got the God complex. There's no explanation for the craziness. Depression hits, and I don't believe myself, which I guess makes me an atheist. I'm as dangerous and invasive as the collection of your personal data. So just take your shit like a plagiarist. Don't throw razors with serrated tips. It's a duet for sin, my radius. Yes. Exited the eyes, the windows to the soul. I can't confirm nor deny. I'm just relaying what I was told. But if the eyes are the windows to the soul, they look directly into mine, and you'll see nobody's home. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul. I can't confirm nor deny. I'm just relaying what I was told. But if the eyes are the windows to the soul, they look directly into mine, and you'll see nobody's home.